Yo, what's up? It's your boy Iggy. Thank y'all for clicking play and tuning into the episode this week. I very much appreciate it. Um, definitely trying to level up this year, so make sure y'all continue to support. Hit subscribe on any podcast channel you're listening from, any any place that you're getting this uh, episode at. Just make sure you leave a comment and uh, and let the reviews know, let the people know what you think about the episode. Um, thank y'all so far for all the support these past couple of years, but I'm definitely trying to level up this year so I could definitely use uh, a little bit more support. So make sure y'all go get some merchandise, some t-shirts, summer's coming up. So make sure y'all get some t-shirts. I got bucket hats. I got socks. I got towels. I got everything you can want on the website. That website's in my bio on my Instagram. Instagram is Iggy's Live My Podcast at Iggy's Live My Podcast. I'll make sure y'all tap in on that. Yeah, man. Enjoy the show. Hopefully y'all enjoy the content. Thank y'all. Peace. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Iggy. Stepping in for the check-in. I know I gave y'all the sports. I gave y'all the entertainment. I gave y'all the music. Um, So now I'm going to give y'all, I don't know what the fuck to call this, the real spill. Going to talk about life shit. Going to talk about country shit, gonna talk about, you know, just community shit, Chattanooga shit. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I, I kind of wanted to do this. Um, uh, I was told, I won't say who, but I, I am very proud that she told me this. Um, but I was told by, um, uh, a, I don't know, I guess it's somebody that listens, but a partner, somebody I, I fuck with. Um, that they look at the podcast as kind of like a check-in, like a news, like what's going on in the community because they don't really pay attention to the news. You know, nobody, you know, it's just kind of, you know, nobody's really paying attention to that shit at, at our age. Like we, we get our we get our stuff from different sources. So <clears throat> when she told me that, it got my gears going. You know what I'm saying? And like, I never, I didn't really plan on doing that. My whole, my whole thing was, you know, if I'm going to have the platform to talk, uh, I'm definitely going to speak about Chattanooga because um, I've always, I don't know why, man. I just always felt like this place is very, you can make it out of here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know why I felt like that. I just, I've always felt like that. Musically, when I was a, in middle school, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, me and my brother, we started really like trying to write and I was working on writing, writing poems and shit. Uh, I always felt like this city, um, you could we're right by Atlanta, we're right by Nashville. And we've and we've shown that. Like we have top artists in rap, we have top artists in R and B, we have top artists in movies, we have top sports athletes that come from here. You know what I'm saying? Like like I tell people that all the time, like not even just people that made it, because you get people that make it out of cities. <clears throat> Sorry, by the way, it's three sixteen. Happy Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. I'm sipping on a nice beer uh, in honor of my boy. I even spilled some shit on me uh, to honor him. It wasn't on purpose, but shit, you know, you know. You know, Steve Austin didn't give a fuck about putting beer on t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was getting tossed anyway. So, anyways, so I'm sipping on that. So, sorry if y'all heard that. But, anyways, man, so, um, yeah, I just, I always felt like the city is like a hub. It's just kind of, you know, small. And I'm really, that's why I get really irritated when people don't take this shit serious. Or when people don't see it that way, like they they're competitive out of you know there's a there's a good there's a healthy competition, and then there's a toxic competition. And Chattanooga is toxic competition, bro. It's not healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, you know, we tear each other down for like. Listen, bro, we're not on to where we can have other people in the same field that's on the come up you know, talking down on each other. We're just not in that place. We have to be able to build each other up. I may not get certain things that you get, like, you know, or I may not get certain looks that you get, but you from where I'm from. So I want you to get that. You bring in that attention here. And I'm going to take that attention and use it in a way that I need to use it. That's how I feel about it. And, um, 
Yeah, man. It's just like I never really understood that about the city, man. It's really crap. I know they say crabs in the barrels everywhere, and that's true. I've seen it, but we have it bad, and we shouldn't have it as bad as we we, we have it because we're not, you know, we have the potential to be, oh, you know, like we have the potential to be a decent, like Charlotte right now is a bubbling city for media, definitely for music. Um, it's bubbling, bro. So like we could be that. We could be Charlotte. We just have to like invest and, and be behind each other. We may not ever be Atlanta. Like I feel like Chattanooga tries to beat Atlanta Junior a lot, and now it's kind of getting like Nashville Junior. It's like a blend of both. And I'm like, you know, we can have a little bit of both because we're in the middle of them, and I don't mind that because people, you know, I don't mind that, but don't overdo it. You know, we still Chattanooga. We still have our own culture here. We still have our own people here. Like I was saying, like we don't even think about sports. I think about Reggie White from Chattanooga. Literally, we have a street name after him. He's considered. He's considered a top three Hall of Fame NFL candidate. Sorry, my phone. Um, and like top three defensive player ever. So that's going to put him. I personally have Reggie White. I think I have to really sit with that because I I don't know. I, I never really. I got I got to really sit and watch Lawrence Taylor tapes. Most people say he's the best defensive player. Um, I think Reggie White's effect was just, I don't know. I think they lean on linebacker uh, a good amount. And, um, yeah, man, it's like, it's like, it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like the defensive end, like what Reggie White made, like when he went for teams, he made real effect. Not saying Lawrence Taylor didn't. He definitely made effect. But I'm saying, like, Defensive end, it's harder to do that to make the impact that Reggie White did. So I don't know if I can't put Lawrence Taylor over Reggie White. That may be Chattanooga Bias. He's top three. You know what I'm saying? Like, like think about that. Top three defensive player of all time. Come on, man. Uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> it's just crazy. Like, that's just sports. We're not even talking about acting. Samuel Jackson, considered top five actor of all time. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Who else? Who else can we say? Usher. Where is he at in R&B? Goats. <laughs> you feel me? And he just now started really claiming chat. But we know he's from chat. And now he's claiming chat. So it's good. But we know he's from chat. And we've been bitter about that for a long time. Chattanooga did not have the market for Usher. Neither did Samuel. They both had to, like, Usher, when he went to Atlanta, he claimed Atlanta. Everybody that goes to Atlanta claims Atlanta, dog. Literally, everybody that moves there claims it. They may not be there from there, born there, but when they get there, they become Atlanta. Gucci, Soldier Boy, Ludacris, you name it. They, like, come on, bro. Let's not add, like, Usher the only one to claim Atlanta. He not. Yes, it hurt for Chattanooga, but we didn't have a platform for that, man. Not only that, I heard, which I don't know personally, because I don't know the man, but just from being in the city, I heard this nigga got bullied back in the day. So if I'm coming up in this small-ass, rinky-dink city, how I'm looking at it, because I'm from I'm in Atlanta now, I'm one of the best R&B I'm traveling in the world, and this small city used to pick on me, why would I acknowledge them? They're not even happy with me. They're not even happy that I'm here. They're upset I'm not claiming Chattanooga. You get what I'm saying? So, anyways, um, man, I, I don't want to get in my Chattanooga segment yet because I'm not talking about that. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, we gotta really love the city. I'll say all that to love the city. But listen, we have great, we have great people in the city now, artistically, musically, filmmaking. Um, it's it's here, man. Like, we could really do it. It's just we got to believe in that shit and, and back each other, not be crabs in the barrel and like hate on each other and shit. So anyways, man, so let's 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 hop into this shit. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about is. Um, I, I was going to talk. I, I might save it. I'm going to save it for the second part of this. But the first thing I'm going to talk about is the whole Brittany Griner situation, man. Um, I don't really want to get local shit right now. I'm going to get local shit soon 
Well, I want to talk about the Britney Griner shit because it just how it's not really being talked about is really disappointing. You know what I'm saying? Like we talking about a USA athlete who's won us Olympic medals. Like, come on, bro. It's a woman. It's not a man. Now think about this if this was a man. You know what I mean? Like, imagine. So Brittany Griner in the WNBA, which the I've already went on a rant about the WNBA um, before. But I, I always feel like if you can't watch women's basketball and you don't fuck with women's basketball, not to say you have to watch every fucking game, but respect the sport enough. Because if you fuck with basketball, you're going to fuck with women playing basketball. There's not a basketball player, a true basketball player, not no fucking douchebag, but a true basketball player that's really about the shit that that clowns women's sports. They do not. You've never met one. I promise you, you've never met a fucking male basketball player that actually really loves this shit in the court, working on it, studying the greats, all that shit. It's going to shit on women's basketball. It's just not possible. Also, I grew up, I'm from, I'm born in Knoxville. I grew up in Tennessee. You don't believe the Lady Vols like in the 90s, bro? Early 2000s? You don't believe this shit was for real out here? It was for real. You go in Thompson Bowen Arena right now. That's Tennessee. That is Tennessee. Basketball court. Go in there and tell me who you see on the walls, bro. Now, we had Bernard King. Tennessee did. We've had some great players. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't see them. You see the women. The whip. People remember Tennessee women players over men. Think about that. Y'all going to stop disrespecting these women. Think about that, bro. If you think about Tennessee men's basketball versus Tennessee women's basketball, na- you're going to name more women basketball players. You're going to name men. I promise you. If you really – like, it's, it's, it's not – it's for real. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we talking about, like, a, a sport we should respect let alone, like, a citizen, let alone somebody that's, you know, a citizen, dog. They overplanning. She's planning Russia because she don't make enough money to, like, make a good amount of money. They pay her more to play basketball in Russia than they do in the USA. So she go get the bag in Russia, right? She's been playing there for years. Listen, man, she's been playing there for years, man. Do y'all really think, now, she could be dumb. I'm not saying she. there's not a possibility that she was dumb. I'm going to say it's a low percent, though. I'm not going to give a number to it, but I'm going to say a low percent because she's been playing over the few years, but she knows the laws. It's different. Listen, bro, I'm telling you. Now, she could have got comfortable. I don't know. And did some dumb shit. I don't know. I'm not going to judge it either way. I just feel like this is a very suspect time to find that in her shit. You feel me? Because... I'm sure if she's done it now, she's done it before, right? She's been playing that for years. So it's a very convenient time to find it. Oh, now we search it. Oh, she got a CBD pen. It's not even fucking weed. They didn't tell us. Listen, this shit is so fucked up. They didn't tell us she was in jail until three weeks later. Now we can't even find her. There's They're reporting that they don't know what, what cell she's in, where she's at. This is a USA athlete. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. She's been on the stage for the for the nation. Imagine another fucking USA Olympic athlete being held hostage in Russia because of some stupid law that they fucking may have, but it's just very convenient that now you holding one of our citizens over there in the middle of you having war. And then she's in jail over a CBD pen. And these motherfuckers ain't done shit. They just let it. They just, nobody's talking about it. It's crazy. It's like, oh, what are we talking about? Why is it? Dog, I'm, now, I'm, listen, I'm about to hop into this shit. It's getting heated up here. I'm just going to let you know. It's getting heated. It pisses me off, though, because not only is she a lip athlete, she's a black woman. <clears throat> and Brittany Griner does good shit for the community, bro. She don't really get in trouble. She got in trouble, I think, what was that, a few years ago? Her and her her fiancé, I think, they got into some altercation. 
And that was it. You ain't hear nothing else about her. And now you find a CBD pin in her fucking luggage as she's trying to fly back to the United States when y'all bombing Ukraine. And nobody's fucking, it's just like, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Who's Brittany Griner? <laughs> the WNBA? Who watches that? Man, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, shut the fuck up, bro. I, I get so tired of these clowns, bro. I get so tired of these clowns, bro, that disrespect women's basketball. It's nuts to me. So I'm telling y'all to shut the fuck up. Don't speak on this situation at all. I don't want to hear no clown shit. Brittany Ryder needs to come home, man. This is some bullshit. So I'm going to talk about that. I hit that. I want to flip to why, why I'm also pissed about this shit, right? Because we got gas. Like, inflation is crazy right now. And war ain't going to help. I'm just letting y'all know. It costs money. But they make money off that shit. But it costs money. And who paying? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it just irritates me that, one, they're talking about um, the fourth vaccine, right? So I don't know if y'all read this, but the four, the the Pfizer CEO is saying that it's going to be necessary to have a fourth vaccine. Listen, y'all know how I feel about the vaccine. I ain't going to say much about it because they are fucking mutant niggas. But I've already said enough. And if you know me personally, you know how I feel about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so if you want to holler at me privately about it, you can. But listen, bro. I'm just gonna laugh. Fourth, fourth vaccine, uh, and they're they're announcing that. I don't know. This snuck in the news, right? That they're cutting funding for um, for COVID um, and and the support that it gave people, especially for specifically for the uninsured, right? So this was a whole time where you could get testing for free, right? Uh, um, get the vaccine. Right, so they're pushing the vaccine. Well, they're really not now anymore. They kind of stopped, um, but they were pushing the vaccine for a long time. And now that Russia and Ukraine is here, you're not really. I mean, Biden talked about it in the State of the Union. He said vaccine quite a bit, actually, counted. But um, you know, it's it's getting more lax, and so they're cutting funding for that. That also is going to include the um, antibody treatment. So, and I guess in the end of May, they said that um, they're saying that they're not going to have it anymore. It's going to be gone completely. I don't, there was a there was a shortage probably, when was that, January, February, December? Around that time, there was a shortage, right? So people were freaking out. They were trying to get ivermectin. They were trying to get, you know, what the fuck ever to try to help. And um, outside of, you know, just getting a vaccine. If you got the vaccine, you got it. You're still trying to get some kind of treatment. The whole idea for the antibodies was for people that have uh, pre-existing conditions. And a lot of times, COVID was affecting those people the most, right? That have pre-existing conditions. So uh, it's just quite strange and ironic that COVID, cutting is, COVID funding is getting cut. So we're talking like billions, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're cutting that. And they're going to flip that money as Ukraine president is giving a Congress sit down, reminding us of 9 11 at Pearl Harbor, while he's asking us for supplies to send over there and help them fight Russia. Now, also, they're saying to China, because Russia's asking China for help. I hope y'all hear me on this shit. Y'all listen, I don't really talk outside the podcast, but I see this shit. You feel me? So they're talking about Russia or China. Yeah, Russia's reaching out to China, asking them for help. You know, USA is telling China they better not help. The world is watching. Meanwhile, Ukraine is on our TV, our Congress. We're sitting out listening to this man ask us for help. So if we give Ukraine help, China don't fuck with us. 
You know what I'm saying? So we give Ukraine help. What you think they're going to do? Where do you think that money coming from? They cut COVID funding. Where are they going to flip that and send this equipment over there for Ukraine? And what are we going to get back from Ukraine if we give them shit? Um, it's crazy, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, not to mention, like, you know, all of this shit. And meanwhile, like the inflation was going, gas prices and shit was going up for before the war. So don't let them tell you that the war is the reason why gas prices was going up. That is not true. That is far from the truth. And they could have been setting up for this shit, which I fully can see. And now Biden getting on TV talking about, I demand, now that the oil prices are going down, I demand that gas prices go down. These CEOs don't need to be banking uh, pocket. Like he's some hero. Bro, this shit, no, don't play that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, anyways, I don't want to get into no political. I'm just saying, like, I just, it just pisses me off, man. Because it's just like, what are we going to get over this shit? And actually, like, you know, just get out of this fucking time war. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's ridiculous, man. We're going to have to pay for this shit. We already paying for this shit, really. Nigga, gas is $4. <laughs> well, it was $4 in 2007. What was that? 2008, 2007? Bro, come on, man. I don't want to see this shit go. It wasn't like that when I... It wasn't like that before. <laughs> you feel me? It wasn't like that. It's just that get like that. At the worst possible time, housing market is going up. Everything's going up right now. Netflix, goddammit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, everything's going up. It's crazy. So I know that brings some mental health shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Listen, man, I just want to let y'all know, like, I, I'm with y'all, man. It's, it's crazy. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of anxiety around this shit. Even if you are still concerned with COVID. I had it. I'm not, but I really wasn't necessarily before. I mean, I knew, you know, I know it's serious, but I also know we have a life to live as well. And I also know propaganda when I see it as well. So, like, it's just a lot of shit in that. I think that um, I'm with y'all, man. There's a lot of anxiety um, around that about, uh, you know, I know people tripping about the Russia-Ukraine shit, you know, now the whole another vaccine. And uh, I understand, man. I'm with y'all. And it sucks. I just let y'all know, man, like, you know, just make sure you do what you need to do for that. And uh, if you need to talk to somebody, if you need, uh, just whatever you need, man. I'm not the biggest encouragement on medication for anxiety and depression. I'm just not. Uh, I understand that's like, and I, you know, I just, I don't want to get too much into that either, but I just, I'm just not. I feel like um, they're helpful if it's a, a true chemical imbalance, but I just, you know, there's a lot of issues with that as well. So anyways, I just want to say like, uh, whatever you need to do, man, just um, do it. And as far as like, you know, if you need to meditate, if you need to pray, uh, whatever you call it, whatever you need to do, man, uh, do it. And, you know, this shit, you know, I've always lived my life about with that idea of like, anytime shit's in a divot, it's going to come back up. That's how life is, man. It just up and down. It's not really steady. It can be steady for a while. Or sometimes it feels like it's steady for a little bit, but then some shit come and break it up and wreck it up. Or like, you know, and you just got to roll with the punches. Um, I know every, I don't want to say that in an insensitive way. I'm not trying to say it in that way at all. I'm just saying like, uh, just know the shit going to come back up. Uh, it ain't going to, gas ain't going to stay for bucks, hopefully. If we, you know, I'm not really happy about this whole possible war shit, but because that's definitely going to keep gas up. But <clears throat> I'm hopeful that it will go down to a reasonable range. It may not be where it was. The shit was like $2 when Trump was in office. Not paying no four bucks, bro. But anyway, it was like two seventy-five, two fifty. I remember that. This shit is like four bucks now. God damn. Anyways, so um, just, just whatever y'all need, man. Re- reach out to who you need to. Um, I call myself a good listener as much as I am live mouth. <laughs> I call myself a good listener. You know, I try to be at least so I can't take on the world though. But you know, if y'all need somebody to check in with, you can with me. Uh, and yeah, man, uh, 
just want to leave y'all with that before I hop out and hop into the second uh, hop into talking about Chattanooga shit. But I just want to tell y'all, man, I love y'all. Appreciate y'all listening. Uh, and yeah, man, um, y'all tune in. Stay tuned. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Iggy. I want to take a break from this podcast episode to let y'all know to go check out my new EP, Big Iggy EP, on all streaming platforms. One of my favorite EPs I've ever done. I got features all over the place on there, featuring Slade, Zandretti, Zoe, Darian, and who is Flock, and it's executive produced by Zandretti himself. Y'all make sure you go check that out. It's seven tracks, once again, on all streaming platforms. The Big Iggy EP. Play that. Run it up. Thank y'all for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's your boy, Iggy. Uh, I hope y'all enjoy that little ass spot. You feel me? I'm trying to get my my commercial game up. Um, yeah, man. So let's just hop right back. Let's just hop into it, man. I, I, I've been talking about local shit for a minute. So, I'm, you know, it's not necessarily something that will be strange from for y'all. But... Uh, um, this beer is definitely helping me get through the shit. But anyways, so yeah, man. Um, I don't know if you have heard about uh, different states and different legis- legislation that are banning books or banning things that are in books as far as teaching uh, and education. Um, but recently, McMahon County um, which was, I guess, January. So this year, um, had a meeting and are trying to ban the book Mouse M A U S. It's about the Holocaust, and um, yeah. So I guess they're saying that um, it contains some inappropriate cuss words and a depiction of a naked character, and they are saying that. The disturbing imagery is an issue as far as the naked picture, right? So, you know, I mean, it's crazy that I feel like Chattanooga, whenever we're on national news, it's never good. <laughs> I mean, we've been in national news and I just, in recent, you know, in the past decade, I just, we haven't, it hasn't been good things. It's been like bad things. This is another one. Uh, so, anyways, I just, for me, I'm going to say this, man. Like, you know, and we're not the only state. You know, there's other states that's pushing it. I know Florida's got some shit they're trying to put in place um, to limit certain things. Also, they're, they're limiting um, the don't say gay bill, which once I read the bill, I was kind of like, it's not that bad. But, you know, people are sensitive. You know, you go against gay people. You know, I feel like that. I already spoke on that. But anyways, um, I, I will say, like, just to put it in perspective, not to, you know, but the law says, like, it can't, sexual orientation or sexual things in general cannot be discussed from kindergarten to third grade. I agree with that. I'm just, they're too young to even really be. <laughs> I just feel like you're too, even if you're straight, you know, I my parents was like, like no, I would let me have no, you know, it was just not like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so no girlfriends. I got, you know, I had a girlfriend, quote unquote, in the third grade, but it was no girlfriend, man. I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they, my parents wouldn't like openly talking about sex with us. You know what I'm saying? Or like, um, just, you know, just that, that, those high, those ideas. Like, I just feel like, yeah, just, just focus on squares, just focus on triangles, just focus on addition, just focus on multiple, multiple, uh, uh, division and, uh, multiplication, uh, subtraction, like focus on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't focus on if you're gay or not, what you're feeling. Like, you know, I, you're not even supposed to really be. I can understand 13, 14, 15, like, okay, now you're reaching a teenage where it's, you know, that's becoming, you need to be having sexual education anyway. So, but, you know, from kindergarten to third grade, you don't really need to be talking about that period at all. Like if you're straight or gay or bisexual or he or her, like, 
You don't need to be just focus on it. Just focus on <laughs> this simple shit. Get these kids straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Like, am I? I'm not even gonna get into the pronoun shit because I'm probably gonna piss some people off. I'm gonna have to use that as a separate. I'm gonna have to use that as a separate episode because I I probably have more of an unpopular opinion on that, but it comes from some foundation. Um, but anyways, so we're not the only state. I'll say that that's banning books, and I have I have I have. Yeah, I mean, it's, I have a problem with that. There's a, it's, it's like anything that they can just twist history. They already twisted. But now it's like, oh, if it mentions something in there that offends a white person, they're going to pull it. We already got two paragraphs. Of, like, that's the whole thing about critical race theory. And this is where it's coming from, right? So these whole ideas of like, oh, we got to make sure like this shit is, you know, it's not too, it's not too, hurtful or sensitive to white kids, right? And I believe that you should not be teaching kids this person has more of a privilege than this person. That is why they're going to succeed and it's going to be harder for you. I don't believe putting that in schools. I will say as a black man that grew up in a black household, that is something that is told to me that I'm always going to have to work 10 times harder than a white person. And that's the truth. But if you're telling kids that in a school with white kids there and black kids there that are trying to build relationships, that's not saying some of my, I have family that are white, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like true live, like, you know, that have taken me in like family. And I've talked about that before. Um, and, and even outside of that, like some, yeah, I just have very like close, close white best best friend you know what i'm saying so like i'm not, I'm not saying you know that you just you, it's dangerous to put that in schools when you got kids that's trying to build relationships friendships you putting this idea in their head that well he's always going to be get better things than me and he's learning that the white kids learning that as well like i'm always going to be ahead of this black person because i'm white you know what i'm saying like you don't want to teach kids that so yes i have a problem with that and i definitely don't trust this state to run critical race theory. I don't think it's been defined yet. So it's dangerous to start putting something in school that's not even been defined by who it should really be getting defined by. You know what I'm saying? Not the government. It should be the people. Uh, but anyways, so I know that's where it's coming from. And that's already, that's just going to be like, you you know, you know how much history they're going to try to pull? They was trying, I know for a fact that To Kill a Mockingbird was getting pulled from schools or getting pulled from some reading list because of the language and i was like yo they taught like that back then you know it's just ridiculous like why y'all acting like that was never a a part of history that's how white people talk to black people you know like (laughs) in a time to kill that like that's how people talk that happened um these were not foreign stories like this shit really was going on back then and you can't act like that didn't happen because now we're in 2022 and this white kid never experienced it. So they shouldn't have to feel the effect of what happened back then. Well, you know, there's not been a true effort to make uh, amends for that treatment at all. Now we've had, we got better opportunities now. Yes, we can, you know, we have the opportunity to build businesses. We get grants, all that shit, but still, Let's be real, man. It ain't been, you know, when we're looking at crime, we're looking at poverty, we're looking at opportunities, we're already a low percentage, and then that low percentage is bad. So, and why? Because it happened way longer. I'm talking 500 years, bro. And then on top of that, we still, the 90s was the last little bit of the what happened from segregation to integration. Like the 90s, push that forward. So 2000s, I always tell people, that's probably why I'm very um, adamant about saying I have white family, like, because we were the first generation to really grow up in schools integrated. Like, my dad, it was, like, that stuff was still, and it's still separate, like, it's but it's separate off of, like, areas. 
not necessarily because you can't go to a school. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad went to all white school to a black school. He was born in 70. You know what I'm saying? So like once he started going to school, it had it was about probably 10 years into integration. You know what I'm saying? So like it was starting to kind of flip, but it still was not no, it's still fresh, it's still new. It had been segregated all this time. Jim Crow was happening all this time. You gotta understand, like blacks and and, and and whites were not intermingling for a long time. And then that happened. So um 10 years in, like, okay, now it's starting to happen. 80s, 90s, it's starting to integrate. Now I'm born in 90. So like I think you know, a lot of interracial laws started kind of changing in the 90s. I think there were still states that made it was illegal to marry somebody that was white until the 90s. So, like, you know, we we are the first real generation to to grow up integrated where we're going to a white friend's house and white friends are coming to a black friend's house or you going to a latina's house or you going to like you know what i'm saying like we're really the first ones to do that so um it's just you know it, it, i just feel like you you're trying to act like the shit never i listen you you it's, it's the truth you shouldn't be trying to hide the truth right you shouldn't be trying to lie. That's dangerous, especially as kids. Now, it's how you teach it, which I don't trust them to get it right. I'm just saying, like, if we're going to integrate these ideas into education, we have to make sure we're teaching it right. But giving opportunity to tell, you know, the state to say, oh, well, this, de- this is deemed offensive to white people. We got to pull it. They're not able to learn that. That's going to change how we look at civil rights movement, MLK, Malcolm X. You know, that's going to change how they're going to try to flip this already. They already do it. When Dog, we don't even learn. Listen, the civil rights movement, I literally remember slavery being a page and a half. Maybe not even. I think it's about a page and a half of my history book. And then civil rights movement being the midway of one page. And then it goes into the second page about to three quarters down. And then it stops. And it's mostly about Martin Luther King. The, the second paragraph is about Martin Luther King. The first paragraph is like talking about the bombing uh, in Birmingham and then shit like that. The bus rides, barely, like two sentences. And then it gets to Martin Luther King, he gets a paragraph, and then it jumps into um, right after that, uh, civil war, civil rights. So, like, it's just, it's like, oh, and then slavery is the same. Like, slavery literally is a page and a half, and then it goes right into the civil war. Civil war is a whole, you learn a whole, a whole, like you can literally take a whole course on a civil war, but slavery, which was, you could really should be taking a course on that, but you can, you're not taking a course on that. You're taking a course on civil war, but you learn in slavery in a page and a half, right? So it's like, once you are already doing that and then you start saying, well, let's make sure this is not put in there. Let's make sure we don't say this actually happened. And because it's going to hurt some of these kids and they don't need to know that. Where are we getting at? Where's the line at? So I'm just, you know, I just want to make y'all aware that that's happening in McMahon County. So we're in Tennessee, you know, that could turn into a state thing. Uh, And we just got to, you know, be aware of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to talk about a couple of things here locally real quick. To, to tell off from that, um, one, I'll start, I'll start, I'll start negative first, I guess. Um, the BC Awards, man. So I talked about this um, a little bit already, but I'm going to talk about it in, in a concept of this. Like, so I, I'm not trying to bash on on nothing. But I I will say, like, I'm just disappointed in the things I've heard about it um, and also my personal experience with it. Um, not saying nobody deserves what they got. Listen, it's it's a lot of people that deserve those awards and recognition. Absolutely. And they've been on my show, and I tell them to their face <laughs> that they deserve the recognition. But it's a lot of people that come on my show that deserve the recognition that don't get on them awards that probably deserve recognition 
at that level matching the person that's winning and they're not even invited. So, um, it, it, you know, and I'm not saying like it's, you know, you put it out to the people, you turn it into a popularity contest, just to be honest. I think there should be a board of people on the BC Awards, whatever y'all doing, one, whoever's in that board or involved with the event should not be nominated, should not be done in any category. I'm sorry, but once you're involved, like the only time a person should be involved is that they're hosting. If they're running it and making money off of it and trying to produce a fundraiser and whatever, like they're making money off of this shit, they don't need to be getting nominated. You feel me? I just don't. I can't rock with that. Uh, because you, you're a face. Not only are you a face of yourself or whatever you're representing, but you're a face of the BC Awards. So they, people going to see you. You're going to tell them your name. I'm such a such. And then they see you on the vote thing and be like, oh, that's here the BC Awards. Click. How does that make that fair for the person that's in a category that may have worked just as hard, but they're not working on the BC Awards? So they ain't really give them a fair shake. Um, I also say I just have a bad taste in my mouth about the whole ticket process, and I and I and I think um, like I reached out to them and asked them, hey man, I just want to see who won. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't have to see that I won. I just want to see who won. I want to see because I didn't get to see everybody. There's people that I really I don't even know who like won photography and stuff like that. Like I really want this. It was people in those categories that I fuck with that I. We, you know, I was like, I want to see when. So, like, and I have no idea who won. And I reached out. I was like, hey, is there any way, like, a website, uh, whatever. And they didn't even respond. They still didn't respond. That's two weeks ago. It was about two weeks ago. I still haven't got a response from them on Facebook. And I'm not sending them no email because the event's over. So, I know that I answered no fucking emails about it. I'll send them an email. Just to say I did, actually. I've knocked it off the list. But I'm just saying, like, why should I have to send them an email? You know, y'all had a whole website. Made sure you knew how to pay. Made sure you knew how to get a ticket. <laughs> Made sure you knew how to get to y'all YouTube. But, you know, y'all don't really have a way to see who won after y'all already made your money. Now we don't know. It's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when Marie went on the shit about it, because her and C. Grimey was nominated. And, you know, they know more people on that in that in that field, I mean, in that circle, than I do. I don't. I'm not in it. I'm just speaking on somebody that was nominated. To be honest, I don't really know anybody that was involved in making it. Um, but I do know it's a proper, and I'm hearing that this, and that's not just for me. This is from people that are seeing the events, seeing the awards, seeing people getting nominated. They're telling me uh, this shit looks like a popularity contest. Like that person, this person should be in there. And it'll be a person I agree with that I've been paying attention to that's really working. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the BT Awards or Hip Hop Awards. Like, you know, they nominate Beyonce, even though she dropped one song all year. They dominate her for R&B Artist of the Year. It's like, what? How's she R&B Artist of the Year? <laughs> she only got one song. Yo, you got some of these R&B artists that put out two or three projects. They do well. That's building their butt base because Beyonce is Beyonce. She get nominated. It's the same shit. It's like, well, that shouldn't really be happening at the Chattanooga BC Awards. I can see BT doing that shit. But BC Awards that's really supposed to be about the community. And then y'all turning into a popularity contest. And also, I feel like the people that won were people that paid tickets to come. I really feel like that. I, if you didn't pay a ticket, I don't think you was going to win. Which is fucked up, but I have that in my heart. That that was happening. Like, if you didn't pay. And that's why I feel like they ain't showing me who won, which is crazy to me. But I want to see it just so I can know. Like, I can reach, hey, did y'all go? So I can see, because it may not be true, what I'm saying. But I feel that. Because I feel there was some money-making opportunities there. I personally feel as a nominee, I don't know how it works in the award shows, but I personally feel as a nominee, you should not have to pay to, to come. Really, you should get a plus one, but I can understand paying for somebody coming with you, but yourself as a nominee, 
you should not have to pay to come to the award. If y'all gonna turn this into a popularity contest, the people pick me. Why the fuck do I have to pay y'all to go and to not only accept the nomination, you gotta pay to accept it, and also you gotta pay for a ticket to go, and you gotta pay for somebody else to go. And if you want the table, which obviously you gonna make money off tables, some people are gonna buy tables, and they should if they want to ball out and go. But I feel like that too. Like okay, say it's a category of people. Somebody I work my ass off. I can't afford to buy no table, right? And I bring somebody with me. I pay for the ticket. I pay for me. I pay for somebody to come. But that somebody in my category paid for a table. So he got 10 people coming in. It's 800. He put 800 on it or however much it was. And I feel like BC will be more inclined to get that guy the award because they don't put names on it yet. I don't think. I have to look. They might have put names on it. Because uh, you, you, they know who wins like three months in advance. So which uh, some of the money may be going to that that shit too. I'm not going, but I'm just saying. Like, I just feel like I don't feel good about that. I feel like if you was a, buy a table, you more inclined to win because you put more money up. I really feel like that. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I just I feel like that, and I don't. I'm just based off of. I just feel like they they're not professional. I just I just um that's why I fuck with you know, Lachey Sleepy. Uh, that that you know they running the they doing the four two three fest you know what I'm saying and the people involved with that because I feel like it was way it was just more cleaners more professional I would like to see them maybe do a maybe do a, a four two three awards because I feel like that would be more representative of what's going on in chat than BC awards I'm just being a hundred bro I'm just being a hundred it's people that were nominated I remember. I can't remember homeboy's name, but I'm, I remember, and y'all know who I'm talking about. He's a tattoo artist. He's in Atlanta. And, uh, man, he he was nominated, and he was like, yo, and I see his post. He constantly says, listen, I am not in Chattanooga. Stop hitting me up if I get a tattoo. I'm in Atlanta. Like, he's nominated for a BC Award, the Chattanooga Award. He's in Atlanta. He's not even tatting in Chattanooga, and he's nominated for t- t- Best Tattoo Artist. And he's like, but thank you, but I ain't in chat. <laughs> like, bro, how are we not? Y'all don't have anybody on the board to pay attention to that. Hey, he's not in Chattanooga. Why are we? Why he can't? He can't be nominated. He's taking away a spot. It's just crazy. Like, why are they not? What are they doing? So I don't know. I'll probably reach out to um to 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 you know to to Lachey and, and, and Sleepy and um. Uh, Jabo and see what see what they talk about about that because I just feel like I'm not really happy with the BC award. So, anyways, um, there's that. Um, we got a new we got a new um police chief. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she's a black woman uh, coming from Atlanta, and apparently she's pretty good. I haven't really looked into her outside of knowing she got picked to come i would have liked to ask my locally but we'll see what she does it's good to have a black woman coming in but at that position i don't know if she knows china <laughs> and i don't know if she knows what she's coming into she's gonna be the police chief of a whole bunch of white men um so anyways i hope she's ready for that and uh you know we don't have a good we don't have a good police we don't have a good there's no good police in china none right now they're all it's not good, uh, which is sad because, you know, we there's an idea of police that's supposed to have honor and duty. And there's some, the police, I'm not saying all police, there are some policemen that serve that way. Absolutely. My dad was a police. He served that way. So I'm not saying there are people that, and you got to take up, like, I feel like people got to understand, we're not talking about individuals when we talk about the idea of the police, because in general, it's not great. The individual person that's working there could be awesome, have a harder goal, come in with the best intentions, all of that. We're not talking about them. We're talking about the idea of this entity. We have way too many police in Chattanooga. That's a problem in general. But city police is the main one. So I would like to see some some good good come out of that. Um, Also, last thing before I wrap this up, man, they opening up a trade school in Cleveland. 
um, for juniors and seniors. So that's great. Um, I have been, I don't know if I talked about the idea of trade school um, in general, but it is great. And um, anybody that's, you know, has anybody of that age or, or whatever, like just that idea of, and I may need to look into that a little bit more, but I haven't opened, I think it's, um, it was an empty school and they're turning it into a trade school. So I'm not sure if it's opening this year. I don't think it is probably next year, but um, yeah, man, I'm happy about that. And I like the idea of getting some of these kids away from thinking that they have to graduate and go to college, go to these schools and get, you know, I had a, a young lady today that was talking about the ACT. She had to take it this week. And I was just like, why are we still doing standardized testing? That shit is so garbage. It don't mean nothing. It don't mean shit. It means nothing. Literally. It's just a fucking placement. Like, it's just, okay, where they, she scored here, she scored here. Let's bring them into the school. You know, it's just another way to judge you. But it's, it does nothing as far as education. It does nothing as far as, like, you know, it just does nothing. I don't fuck with it at all. It's bubbles. Like, it doesn't do anything. So, like, why are we still doing that shit? You know, and a lot of people can't take tests like that. It's just not a, a productive. It's not productive to me. It's a mind It's a mind game shit. It's like, so, it's just like who can be the most fucking, fucking in the box, obedient type. Like, that's what the test is for. Who can get the, like, I don't know. It's just, it means nothing, man to me um anyway so it's just good to get these kids away from the idea that they have to go to college and, and make um 4.0 4.1 gpa to get into school and be successful like there's other ways man you don't have to do that a lot of these people that do that end up working middle class jobs um which is you know i was pushed in school and I just wish it would have been differently um, done. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty um, passionate about school and shit, obviously. So I want to see it better. I want to, especially here in Chattanooga. Um, so I'm glad that we got a trade school opening up. And um, um, I hope that uh, we really invest time into bringing some more here. Maybe some, I know we got the trade schools that um, there's another one supposed to be open for adults, I think, or like you could pay. So. I can't remember where it is. Though. I was talking to somebody about the day. But I definitely know about the one that's opening up in Cleveland. So, anyways, man, um, I love y'all. Check uh, check out the first part of this uh, check-in this week. I don't know the names of it. I guess I'll just kind of create it as I go. <laughs> uh, I'll think of a name before I put it up. But, anyways, man, I love y'all. Check out the first part. If y'all want to fuck with me on listening to me rant about sports and music, definitely check me out there. Um, but I hope y'all like this segment as well and I'll continue to do it and uh, y'all keep rocking with me and yeah, I'll see y'all on the next time. Peace.